You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Alright, I mean, well, we normally just talk a little while, yeah. but everything's crazy. It's Christmas time, so well, let's get started. I'm Brittany Petrino. I'm Martha Bartlett. We have a special guest with us today. Who are you? <laughs> I'm Kevin from the Flopcast. It's me again. Hello. <laughs> and he is guesting with us today on But, but First, first let's, let's Talk, talk Nerdy. Clink. Do you have a clink? Clink. I do. Here's a oh, virtual hi. clink. I think we all match, right? So we did just, I hunted these down. Yes. This is the holiday variety pack of truly, truly. seltzers. We did not plan this, but both of us are drinking it. Martha and I have a pack, yes. and Kevin, all the way, sorry, in Massachusetts, also yep. has a pack. We match without oh, yeah. I sent you a photo of these like a week ago. I know. Yeah, and then we were jealous, so yes. I went and bought some, too. <laughs> yeah. So far, so good. Yeah. Have you had all of them yet? I have tried them all, yes. Which one's your favorite? I've got the uh, spiked apple spice here. That's my next one. Yeah. There we go. How is the sangria one? I guess I'll go for that next. Sangria is good. I think that was Felicity's favorite. Okay. Yeah. I like them all, but I'm kind of a non-taster and I'm dead inside. So you can't really go by what I like. <laughs> it's fair. You do like IPAs. So and you drink our sure do. Melon basil. basil. <laughs> we have some Guinness in our fridge. Do you drink Guinness? I do. <laughs> I'll be right there. Well, it's here. There you go. Let's go. Pop a plane. They're only $900 to get here. <laughs> I am booking a flight as we speak to get my free Guinness. Right. Yeah, that's a good deal. <laughs> so this is our second annual uh, But First Let's Talk Nerdy slash Flopcast uh, Holiday Crossover Spectacular. Holiday Extravaganza. <laughs> This is what it's become a tradition, like like children, families, they look forward to this all year, all holiday season. Mm -hmm. People gather oh, yeah. around their big old fashioned podcast players. <laughs> to listen to our podcast. Oh, yeah. my God. Well, we get to imagine? tell the parents whether their kids are naughty or nice. They're naughty. I was going to say, all, kids presents. <laughs> all naughty. They're all shitty and naughty. <laughs> I chose to not give my kids presents by not having kids at all. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You should see how mean we are to my dog sometimes. <laughs> like the yeah. things we say to him are very. If he was a person with a brain, he would have very much he trauma. Would, he, he would, would be in therapy for mm -hmm. years. Is Ransom on the naughty list? No. No. Okay. He's, just he's too dumb. <laughs> he's on the dumb list. He's, he's on the dumb list. <laughs> he's too dumb to be malicious. Yeah. yeah. yeah uh, it's very true. And he loves me. Luna too is much. extremely yeah. malicious. Luna is on the naughty list. That fucking bitch. <laughs> Luna is the one that would tell Ransom that Santa isn't real. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That's the kind of bitch she is. Yes. <laughs> Don't worry, Ransom. Santa's real. All right. Let me grab another drink quick and then we can get started. I knew this would happen. Okay. All right. I'm back with the new one. We're ready to go. That was your pregame round first. This is my yes. our pregame round. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a pregame round also. I know the rules. Yes. Those are the rules. <laughs> okay. So, so normally we talk about topics and we make them really long because we talk too much and we drink yeah. too much. And, a lot, so we have a lot of feeling going on, but we're going to do it nice and short. And we pick the topic of a Christmas song or possibly multiple songs, depending on who you are. Some of us have trouble. <laughs> and just to give a little, little background of some of our, favorite Christmas songs so it's too hard to pick one yeah I mean this was this was so hard when you said we're gonna just pick a song and I was like there's eight billion songs what what am I, I gonna know. pick that's that was the hardest part yeah I think there's eight billion songs and then a lot of them are, most boring. Of them are boring oh yeah <laughs> yeah most like, of them are awful this was written 400 years ago and there's that's it that's all you and know about God. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> But Kevin, you are a guest, and I think in guest fashion, you usually go back first. First, first. So we are going to keep with that tradition, right. and you get to go first. I'm up first. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can do that. This uh, sounds like kind of a boring, obvious selection, perhaps, but you got to work with me. Hang with it, and because uh, there's some weird stuff to get into. That's all good. A bunch of them are boring. Okay, I have a brand new seltzer to drink. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, we're on round two already. Well, anyway, I went with Jingle Bells. 
Now hear me out. Okay, classic. <laughs> that is classic. That's our doorbell. Really? Our doorbell yes. comes with a bunch of different tunes yeah. and it's jingle bells right now. Right. Okay, bling, currently. Bling, 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 bling. Yes. You, yes. You, you change it up for other times of the year? Bling, bling, bling. We, bling, we, we just, just put it up, but yeah. okay. we will change it. It's nice to assume that we might change this. <laughs> but anyways, Jingle Bells, let's go. I want to know all about those Jingle, jingle Bells. Jingle Bells, I, I didn't know a lot of the details behind the history of Jingle Bells until like a half hour ago when I hit Wikipedia, you know, <laughs> which is my, my yep. one and only. Wikipedia. One source. My sources are Wikipedia <laughs> and hearing this song eight billion times every year my whole life. Hey, there Fair. you go. Those are good sources. All right, so Jingle Bells, it goes back to the mid-1800s, uh, written by James Lord Pierpont. Really? Yeah, this is an old song, Martha. A lot of these are way older than I thought, but that one is surprising. The rest of them are just fucking hymns, so of course they're old. Yeah, I mean, I guess this goes back to a time where a, a one-horse open sleigh is how, how people were actually getting around, you know? That makes sense. It does make sense. <laughs> For those of you who couldn't just see Martha's face of <laughs> understanding. <laughs> they actually were in a one-horse slow. Couldn't they just call an Uber in 1850? God damn it. It's snowy. Where else are you getting there? Uh, evidently written in 1850 and officially published 1857. Under the title, the original title was The One Horse Open Sleigh. <laughs> <laughs> They're really stabbing you with this, <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't think about it. I didn't think about Jingle Bells. I think that's a better title. You like that better? Jingle Bells, I think, just sounds annoying. Juvenile. Both of those. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Jingle Bells sounds like when in Peanuts, Lucy is asking Schroeder to play, and then he finally, she's like, no, Jingle Bells. And he's like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> That's what fucking Jingle Bells is true. Angry one note version is the, that's the correct version. <laughs> if you aren't like jamming your finger to do it, you're not doing it right. <laughs> I thought this was interesting and weird. It says uh, it was originally written for either one of two purposes. They're not sure. It was either written to be sung by a Sunday school choir. Ew. Or as a drinking song. What? Oh, that it also sounds like a stupid okay. drinking song. Can you imagine all those assholes in a bar? See, I wish I had been presented it that way originally because <laughs> I hear it in a bunch of children's voices in my head, which is horrible. Yeah. I like the range of this song, though. It's like one extreme or the other. You know, it's going to be the Sunday school children or drunks in a bar. Also, this is only 1850. We really don't know. By 1850, things were being written down. Yeah, and they were like, <laughs> there's no record. <laughs> These children are drunk. <laughs> it's just children in the bar singing. It was probably drunk. both. I think we just solved this little mystery. Yes, it was drunk children. <laughs> also interesting to note that it's not really a Christmas song. It was not even intended to be a Christmas song originally. There's no references to Christmas in the song. It's a Batman it's a, song originally. It's a seasonal, you it's know, winter, winter song. song. And it just kind of got lumped in it's with, a winter song. with Christmas over the years. It's a winter Batman song. Batman smells. And Robin doesn't lay eggs. No, because he's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason. Uh, Jingle Bells was first recorded in 1889 on an Edison cylinder, which was one of those real early primitive recording yeah. methods. And uh, it says, believed to be the first Christmas record. <laughs> that wasn't written down either. The 1800s sucked. Well, nobody wrote down anything. And when they did, like, all their shit was just, you know, it's not... Burned in a fire. It's not saved. It's written on shitty paper. Probably burned in a fire somewhere. Everything from the 1800s was lost. Was burned in a fire. One giant fire. Yes. <laughs> I figured. There's also a local angle on uh, Jingle Bells because uh, evidently it was written in Medford, Massachusetts. Oh, really? Yeah, evidently. Well, uh, once again, because all records were lost in a fire, it's that's not certain. But it, we're it's, not. It's a, I am saying that is one hundred percent fact. Yeah. In fucking Medford. <laughs> but Medford claims it as their own, and there's actually a plaque 
in the middle of downtown Medford, there is a plaque declaring. Of course they fucking do. This is the site where Jingle Bells was written. Also, Jingle Bells is ours. There wasn't anything more Massachusetts than that, right? For the Christmas season. This is ours. I was in downtown Medford just a few weeks ago. And had I known, I would have gone and found the plaque. I know, you could have taken a picture. That would have been incredible. Way to fucking ruin it. And I'm never going you back. You ruined Christmas. I missed my chance, and believe me. Medford is gone. It burned down. I'm not going back. Yeah, Medford was also lost in a fire. It's gone. <laughs> uh, another weird thing about this song is that uh, Jingle Bells was in the then popular style or genre of slaying songs. What does that mean? Is it, oh, spell slaying for me, please, sir. Like the one horse open sleigh. S-L-E-I-G-H. Boo! But apparently this was a big thing back then. It says that there were other popular sleigh riding songs back then. Why is this the only one that made it to Christmas? This is the one that made it. But uh, that just tells me that people had nothing to write about back then. If, <laughs> it just tells you if this is the one that made it. The other ones were really real bad. bad. But apparently this was like the ripoff version that Jingle Bells was stealing lines from other sleigh riding songs and just lumping well, them in. Well, apparently they picked all the right ones to make it a semi-decent song. This is the one that worked. <laughs> I was also reading through all the lyrics because there's like three or four more verses. It just goes on and on. And it gets it gets weird. Like there's a line about the guy falling out of the sleigh, then another guy rides by and laughs at him. Doesn't that, run him over. He rides by and laughs at him. That's my favorite. That's verse. that's Martha. That part's good. <laughs> and then it, apparently it was all about getting girls, like picking up a girl and getting her in your one horse open sleigh. <laughs> yeah. It's essentially trying to pick up girls in a convertible. It's the same fucking thing. <laughs> it is. I put on my leather jacket, I get in my sleigh, I ring my jingle bells. Final verse of the song starts, Now the ground is white, go it while you're young. Yep. Take the girls tonight and sing this slaying song. I don't think I ever knew that was the actual lyric. I I knew, I know that verse, but I don't think I ever knew the word was girls. What did you think it was? I don't know now. Now I have no idea ever (laughs) in my life. I would have to listen to it. Take the squirrels tonight. The Wikipedia entry also points out a sleigh ride gave an unescorted couple a rare chance to be together, unchaperoned, in distant woods or fields, with all the opportunities that afforded. Okay, so aren't you so glad we can just fuck whoever we want now? (laughs) Not have to worry about it. Not have to worry. Be like, oh no, people are judging us for holding hands. I'm like, no, let's go have sex. So cold. (laughs) All of the Jingle Bells are like very rhythmically rocking and you're like, um, everyone knows what's happening with your fucking Jingle Bells. <laughs> well, that's, I even did the podcast episode in all of Baby It's Cold Outside, which is all essentially her being like, I have to pretend I'm not into this because I'm going to look bad otherwise. But actually, I want to bone you. Just bone him. It's fine. <laughs> I'm not in the 50s, but in the 21st century, it's fine. Well, back in the uh, 19th century, it was, you got to get the horse out. You had to get all the jingle bells on your fucking sleigh. Get the horse hooked up to the sleigh. It was a process. So if you weren't rich, you were screwed. <laughs> not, not literally either. That's <laughs> the worst way. <laughs> you were probably still cold. Too. And you were just cold. You were just cold. <laughs> and enjoy That's it. the early history of Jingle Bells anyway. But uh, my favorite version of Jingle Bells is the dogs singing Jingle Bells. You know, <gasps> the singing dogs is the best. I love it. Yes, I had a literal CD that was the cats. Meow, 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 meow. No, it wasn't a CD, it was a tape. Of course it was a tape, it was, a it was tape. probably 1993. Yeah, I brought it to school, <laughs> definitely. Brittany, that is exactly right. The year was 1993, the album by the Jingle Cats. <laughs> the album is called Meowy Christmas. Oh! <laughs> that was your tape, Martha? You had that? Yes, I had it. Oh, look at her shirt. Does it light up? Martha's wearing a light up Jingle Cat shirt right now. Maybe, it might light up. It may still light up. <laughs> it does! There you go. Turn the dark on. Oh, no. Turn, turn, the, turn the dark on. <laughs> turn, turn the dark on. Oh, look at that. Martha's cat sweater just lit up with Christmas lights. Turn the dark it's on. It's a cat cat turn, turn the fucking dark on. That's a good one. I'm never going to let you. <laughs> a friend of mine had that Jingle Cats tape, just like you did, Martha. And there was one day he was just playing it nonstop, very loud. 
and it was August. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So there's a cat and a dog version. Yeah. Yeah. Cats didn't come around till the '90s, but the, the singing dogs that goes back to the 1950s. Holy shit! Just about a yeah. hundred years after the original uh, song was was written. They were like, dogs should sing this. <laughs> a century went by, and then they figured out the best way to do it is with singing dogs. And then another 40 years, they were like, I guess cats. They're much harder to train to sing. <laughs> they made the singing dogs record by recording a bunch of dogs, uh, splicing up reel-to-reel tape, and then uh, changing the pitches of the uh, dog barks to uh, match the tunes that they wanted. Wild. They released a, a few songs back then with these uh, singing dogs. Truly a crazy amount of work for something so stupid. Oh, yeah, but people loved it. I love it. But like, it was a big hit. Oh, yeah. It genuinely makes me laugh every time I hear it. There's something inherently, it's always funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I get it. What I love is that when they get to the verse part, the dashing through the snow part, it's a guitar solo, you know? <laughs> the dogs stop barking. The verse is just a guitar solo, and then the dogs come back in and start barking again. And that that just kills me every time. <laughs> No, that is way funnier. See? Oh my god, it's so dumb. It's great. Ransom, do you I'm want to sing Jingle Bell? I know it's not, but I'm picturing like a really good Spanish guitar. <laughs> oh yeah. Like really, really intricate and amazing. Anyway, when people ask me what my favorite Christmas song is, I usually respond with, it's the dogs singing Jingle Bells. <laughs> Uh, just to wrap this up, uh, one more piece of information about that original recording. There were five dogs used on the recording. And you can actually see the pictures of the actual dogs if, if you Wikipedia this thing. The dogs are named Caesar, King, Dolly, Pearl, and Pussy. Pussy <laughs> Imagine calling your dog Pussy. I mean, I'm pretty no, sure I probably is. call her the pussy He's at one point. A pussy. <laughs> He's a <dad> pussy. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right, girls, that's what I got for you. It's uh, I loved it. Jingle Bells by the Singing Dogs. I learned, I learned so much. Yeah, about Jingle Bells. Never. I didn't expect to learn that much. The fact that the fucking dogs is from the 1950s. That's crazy. So I figure like like 30 years from now, it will have been another 100 years, and we've got to do something big for Jingle Bells again that year. Turtles. Turtles singing Jingle Bells, yes. A turtle Ghost. sloth. Uh, <laughs> just a goat screaming Jingle say, Bells. It's just that Jingle <laughs> Just a screaming goat. We should get started on this now, though. We've got like 30 years to teach a goat how to sing Jingle Bells. Yeah. Let's go. All right. For the past 12 seasons, Mike and Mike have been bringing you a weekly look at all things geek with reviews, discussions, interviews, and topicals from across the geekosphere. Now with geek life slowly returning to normal in 2021, join the Earth Station One crew as we look at the return of the summer movie season, preview the fall TV lineup, look at all the big conventions now happening along with other geek topics. You can listen to Earth Station One wherever fine podcasts are found. And as always, Earth Station One is a founding member of the ESO Network. All right, Martha, it's your turn. It's my turn? Yeah, because we're on episode 64, so you go first. Okay, because I saw your title already, and that was the one that I was like, maybe this is an interesting story, so I won't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Yeah. So so I had some struggles because, like... Martha was struggling. (laughs) I like a Christmas song, but most of the Christmas songs... Martha likes a depressing Christmas song. Are depressing Christmas songs. So I looked up a bunch of them, and most of them have... Very little that's interesting about them, almost at all. Father Christmas by the Kinks. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Fucking classic. Yep. Is he had a bad life in capitalism. Capitalism was terrible. <laughs> and now everything is terrible as well. Yep. Oh, I'll be home for Christmas is just a dude in the war being like, I'm sad about this. I'll be home for Christmas if only in my dreams. Like, obviously, but also... That's fucking depressing. What the fuck am I supposed to talk about here? River by Joni Mitchell. Also, bad breakup. Everything's depressing. Blah, 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 blah. So here is a fun fact that I did find. It's the only fun fact that I found about this song and then everything else is boring. The song, God rest 
You Merry Gentlemen, ah. a traditional English Christmas carol. One of my favorites. I love it. I have a Riverdale version of this song that I like. <laughs> this is the least surprising thing I've ever heard. It dates back to the 60s and fucking 50s. So it's old as goddamn shit, you know. But the original version, it contains a slightly different version of the first line found in later texts. And it is, sit, you merry gentlemen. Sit. Huh. Sit, y'all motherfuckers. Essentially, sit, sit you fuck fucking down, you fucking guys. You're going to learn new thing about the rest. Yeah. And then the rest, and then the rest is like, boring. It's in minor mode. I'm like, no fucking shit, it's in minor mode. I already am aware of this. Oh, another really fun fact. So <clears throat> what child is this was originally green sleeves. Right. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Um, it was originally called green sleeves and then they uh, adapted it to make it into but doesn't green sleeves have completely different lyrics yes, yes. and okay. the green sleeves because i like green sleeves i like that song yeah so what child is this is the exact i don't think tune. i really know that song it's a classic christmas carol it deals with the birth of jesus it was written about so the tune was written in 1580 and it wasn't religious at all and also uh the term green sleeves actually refers to someone being very promiscuous. Oh. So you don't want to know so how I know this. It means that I did a report in middle school on, on the grass. And that's why their sleeves are green. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then somebody was like, you know what will be fun? Let's make this about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I guess that's a choice. <laughs> <laughs> That. That's amazing. I never heard that about green sleeves before. I actually yeah. did know that because mm-hmm. I did a report on green yeah, sleeves. Yeah, so when I looked in middle sleeves, school, the first so I definitely didn't say like, it that way. A thing about it was a thing that was like maybe it's about Anne Boleyn, and then the person was like, "It's not." So I'm pretty sure Henry VIII probably nailed her in the grass. Oh no, I'm sure that's 100 percent sure. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just like y'all, y'all, they fucking. And then somebody was like, let's make this religious. Let's ruin everything. When did it come out in the 1500s? 1580. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow. But yeah, so, so green sleeves. And also, sit, y'all married gentlemen. Yeah. Fucking sit down, bitches. Sit. <laughs> sit. Sit your ass down. That's sit all. is very harsh, though. It's it doesn't super flow. harsh. Harsh. <laughs> it's literally, God rest you, Mary, and you get rid of the God rest you. And then you just say sit. (laughs) Like, I mean, it's technically resting, but like also it's so harsh. It sounds like you're grabbing somebody by their shoulders and forcing them down. Well, it's like when you tell it, it's like telling a dog, sit. Mm -hmm. The very harsh, sit down. Yeah. Sit. Sit, you married gentlemen. Sit, you bitches. (laughs) It's very, that's very interesting. A tone change. Yes, it is a tone change. Yeah. We decided to coddle men, which was a mistake. Uh, that's where it started when we changed this lyric. Who's responsible for this? It's where it all started. If you just kept telling all these idiots to sit down. Sit. <laughs> I'll bet we'd be in a much better place today. Had we been meaner to men, we would have been in a better place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Fucking <laughs> true. I'm Drew Leiter. And I'm Cletus Jacobs. Join us weekly as we journey into DC's infinite frontier. We discuss DC news, comics, television shows, movies, and more. Earth Station DCU is part of the ESO Network. Check us out where fine podcasts are found. All right, I'm going to go down my turn. So at first I was going to choose Malakaliki Maka. Oh, nice. I started reading. Yeah, <laughs> but I started reading all the like how we got Merry Christmas into Malakaliki Maka. And then it got all to the fucking like Hawaiian words and sounds. And and I was like, this is too much. And they had like a chart of like, and I was like, this is too much. I can't do this. I can't do this. So we chose a different song because it was too much. So I chose one of my all-time favorites. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So Mr. The Grinch is definitely one of my favorite, favorite cartoons. 
classic cartoons. I will always choose the classic cartoon over the the newer movie. Oh, every day. I have never seen the movie and I never will. I mean, it's not bad, but the cartoon is a million times better. Well, and also it should be a half an hour and they made it longer. That's the other problem. This is a story that is short. There's the Jim Carrey movie, and then there's the more recent. There was another one. Yeah, I didn't see the recent one. Yeah, I heard that that one is pretty good. More no, that one's that's original. still animated, right? Yes, yeah, that's it. It's like computer animated. Yeah, but I've not seen either one of the movies. I'm just fiercely loyal to the original. Yeah, Period. yeah, I've I've watched like I said, I've watched the Jim Carrey one. I haven't watched the newer one that came out, but the newer one came out at like a random time. So I was like, is it even that Christmassy? Like, I feel like it's just like the Grinch living his life. <laughs> With Grinch existence. Yeah, I feel like He's that's what awesome. it was. It came out in April. It was like the Grinch doing his taxes. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, that's not the point. That's not what I'm talking about. No, it's not. Okay, so. Well, I <sighs> Sorry, her cat just meowed real loud. Oh, I heard it. <laughs> I fucked it up. That is coming straight through the Zoom. <laughs> So it was written in 1966 for the cartoon special, Dr. Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And this song has now become a classic. So Theodore Seuss, Giselle? Geisel. Geisel. How do I ever know if it's a G or a G? Yeah, in this case, it's a hard G. It's Geisel. In this case, it's a, okay. Um, so it was, the book was originally published in 1957. And it was right after the cat in the hat and right before the cat in the hat comes back. Was Dr. Seuss an actual doctor? Probably not. No. Okay. But like I don't Dr. Know. Pepper? I was going to say, <laughs> I'm not doing a report. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. That's why well, he knew Geisel like right off the bat. He, he did. So I figured maybe he, he did. Know. He was roommates with Dr. Pepper at medical school. That sounds about right. right. Yeah, yeah. So Dr. Seuss, he wrote the song lyrics accompanied by the animated television version. And then the music was written by Albert Haag. Haig. Haig. He's German. German German-American. And he was, so fun fact, he was born in Berlin and escaped Hitler's army by fleeing to Rome and and then to America in 1939. A fun fact. And then he wrote this great song. (laughs) Nothing more fun than running from Hitler. (laughs) That's a party. Albert Haig was also uh, in Fame. He was in the movie Fame and the Fame TV series in the 80s. I'm going to live forever. Oh. Yeah, he's he's the music teacher in Fame, Mr. Sharofsky. There you go. He died in 2001, too. Also, fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> the second most fun event of his life. <laughs> his slow, painful death in 2001. <laughs> He did serve in the army and fought against those Nazis that tried to kill him, guys. That was also a lot of fun. Yes, I'm I'm sure that was also a good time. I mean, who doesn't want to punch some Nazis? (laughs) And then the classic song was then performed by singer Thurl Arthur Ravenscroft, an American actor known for his bass 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 voice. His bass voice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it says bass as well though. It's a really bass thing. It says B-A-S-S. It's the same fucking I water. understand, but that's why I said bass. He was very popular at fishing tournaments. Yeah. Bass bass. <laughs> so this is actually a fun fact, guys. He was the voice of Tony from the Frosted Lakes Bro. Very great. Yes. That oh was my him. God. That was him. Yeah. Once you know that, it's very obvious. It's it's that voice. Yeah. But, uh, can we have a quick talk about the fact that his last name is fucking Ravenscroft? Some D&D bullshit and right. whatever has been some. That's a good name. Ravenscroft. It's a good name. So, and for the longest time, he was uncredited for the role. I thought um, it was Boris Carlock. Which I will get to in a minute. So he worked for Disney for a long time and he did a bunch of the cartoon and theme park voices. Hmm. And he, fun fact, died in 2005. After <laughs> <finally got that. laughs> but he finally got credit for how the Grimm stole Christmas before he died. <laughs> so last minute, yeah, last minute there. So, but yeah, prior to receiving <laughs> that, the actual fucking acknowledgement, yeah. the performance was credited to Boris Karloff who narrated the special. That I knew. Yes. Fun fact, his name was William Henry Pratt. That's his real name. 
he, William Henry Pratt? I'm yeah, so that. William Henry cool. Pratt, he was the narrator, and he was also, he was Frankenstein's monster. I know. In 1931. That's why I'm really mad about this. <laughs> but he was finally credited, so we know who he was. And then Thurl. this the good old, good old Ravenscroft, but the, the soundtrack won the Grammy Award for Best Album for Children in 1968 and peaked at number 32 on the Billboard. Are there still Grammys for the Best Album for Children? Probably. They give rich people rewards for everything. That's fucking true. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So the song appears three times in the special, starting when the Grinch is crafting his imposter Santa suit. Each time it plays, we hear more about how disgusting he is. So good. And then the version (laughs) that is played on the radio is just a combination of all three. Another fun fact. <laughs> this song that can be this song can be heard. It's an actual fun fact. Okay. This song can be heard in the 1990 Home Alone movie at where Macaulay Culkin has fallen asleep watching the Christmas. Oh special yeah, yes. This song, other fun fact, which is not relatable to you. Well, I mean, it is. It still has to do with this. So my little brother has a very, very deep voice, and they used to do an acapella group for stuff like this. And of course, he used to have to sing the Grinch part. And I used to try and make him sing it to me all the fucking time, and he never did it. What a fucking dickhead. I hope you listen to Sam. My voice isn't that deep, and I'm still doing it, you fuck. You're a (laughs) mutual. Um, the song has been incorporated in all the other adaptations of the story in the 2000 version, live action version with Jim Carrey. Uh, he performs the song as the Grinch singing it himself. And then the stage musical adaptation includes the song. Um, oh, yes. That's a thing. Amongst other ones that were then in there. And then even in the 2018 CGI animated film, it was updated a little bit. And then even the song was covered by a New Jersey alternative rock band, the Whirling Dervishes. Dervishes. Oh good goddamn name. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I love that. Chris Jordan of Ashbury Park Press called the version wonderfully depraved in the best of holiday ways. So we're going to have to look the song up. Yeah. And noted their version has become a Jersey classic, which is nothing I ever want in my life, I guess. The but. only Jersey classic I care about is the Jersey Devil. <laughs> <laughs> There's a really nice version by Amy Mann also. I've seen her do it live. That's a great one too. Look that up. Fine. But man, that's that's a perfect show. It's a perfect cartoon. It's absolutely wonderful. It's so good. It's exactly the amount of time it needs to be. It's colorful and dumb and super Christmassy. Really interesting and fun. Yeah. It's a case where it's better than the book. Like they expanded on the book and did it really well. Like uh, I mean, Chuck Jones directed it, who was you know legendary you know Warner cartoon director. And you can tell, like, those sequences that crashing down the hill with the sled, it plays like Roadrunner yes. cartoons, you know, the, the timing of it. Yeah. It's got that perfect... Even the music in it. Yes. That music going on in the background is very Roadrunner. Yeah. <laughs> That's all Chuck Jones. They had to add those and really expand those scenes to stretch it to the length they needed it to be, because the, the original book is very short, so that there's yeah. aspects of the cartoon were not really in the book to that extent, and uh, yeah, it, it's magnificent. I watch yeah. it every year. Yeah. Absolutely it's wonderful. The one DVD we have, <laughs> we have. I bought it last year on DVD, because yeah. I was like, I need some DVDs, and it's somewhere around here. Yeah. Brett, I'm so glad that your song was from one of the uh, Christmas cartoon specials, because I, yeah, I... It's so good. It's one of my favorites. I almost did the same. I, I was I came close to doing uh, the Heat Miser, Snow Miser songs as my pick. Oh, that would have oh. been a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like, like, there's a bunch of, like, really good ones that I like, but, like, obviously, like, the classics from the cartoons are what I are, like, most nostalgic for me. So, you know, I always am excited to hear the Grinch. Okay, promo for the Flopcast. Let's go. First, I need an adjective. Uh, naked. Need a noun. Wombat. Place. Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Number. Uh, 251. Okay then, the Flopcast is a naked podcast about cartoons, music, comics, movies, and wombats. Find us on the ESO Network and Flopcast.net. Go ahead and listen to it in Woonsocket, Rhode Island. (laughs) 251 times. All right, 
So that is the, but first let's talk nerdy portion. Yeah. It's your turn, Kevin. <laughs> so I guess the plan is we're, we were going to insert a flapcast segment right into the middle of your show. Yeah. It's suddenly going to, right in the middle, suddenly going to turn into my show. This is exciting. Unprecedented. Yeah. You do a quick spin and there's like a lot of glitter yes. and then all of a sudden we're the flapcast. Yes. yes, exactly. Suddenly there's rubber chickens everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> Since we'll be dropping this into the Flopcast uh, also, I'll kind of reset a little bit right now. Yeah, definitely. Welcome to Christmas time, uh, direct from Chickentown and also Las Vegas simultaneously, because this is our second annual holiday crossover podcasting event between the Flopcast and our sister podcast. But first, let's talk nerdy, because please welcome back everybody, Martha and Brittany. (laughs) There they are. (laughs) girls. <laughs> Sadly, that's the most enthusiastic anybody has ever sounded in the history of the Flopcast. <laughs> we are always enthusiastic about yes. ourselves. <laughs> alarmingly true. So this will be quick anyway. We, we just wanted to have like a, a quick uh, holiday segment. So I, I just jotted down a few notes, kind of some survey questions and whatnot. First of all, I wanted oh, to know. Survey. Let's do it. I've only been to Vegas uh, a couple of times, but never at Christmas time. What's Christmas time in Las Vegas like? Is it as magical as I'm imagining? No. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas in the desert. So, it's hard to imagine for me, for, for a lifetime New Englander like me. First off, it's still cold. Until last week, it was in like the 70s. Yeah, and now it's cold. And now it's just cold. Yeah, but, but what's um, what's cold? Oh, actually, when I got up to go to work yesterday, it was 28 degrees. Oh, wow. It's, there was frost on my car. Okay. It's close to freezing in the morning. Yeah, and, and then like, it gets to the frost. 50s in the, yeah. in the midday. And you're like, I brought so yeah. many coats this morning. Yeah. I don't need them. And this is so it gets chilly in the morning and the evening, and then it gets to the the 50s. It's actually very similar right now. That's that's kind of the weather that we've mostly been having here yeah. lately. Yeah. It, it gets pretty chilly. Yep. Yeah. So, but it won't get but really any colder than this. And we have snow on our mountaintops. Yeah. It's nice and firm. Snow on the mountaintop. Sure. You can see them in the distance. It's yeah. That's cool. all that we need. Beautiful. You don't have to shovel it. It's just up on top of the mountain. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's plenty of things to do in Vegas for Christmas. We haven't done too many of them, but it's not like it's not like it takes over. Like I yeah. work at the wind and it's like decorated. It's just like decorated. Like a mall is decorated. Like, <laughs> sure. you know, it's nothing crazy. So, you know, it's fine. There's a bunch of shows and things going on, but if you don't go to those, it's, it's just like everywhere else. Yeah. Are there like Christmas themed topless reviews? Probably. Probably. <laughs> There probably are. We have not looked into it. I'm sure Vegas has plenty of stuff going on, but like... And Vegas loves a theme. Yeah, and Vegas loves a theme, but like, for everybody who just lives here, we're just living our regular, normal lives. Yeah. We do get Michael Buble, though. Oh, there you go. Michael Buble is performing in Vegas. (laughs) And then the year we moved here, Mariah was performing, too. Yeah. Actually, Mariah was in my notes here, because one of my uh, questions here was, uh, would you prefer Last Christmas by Wham or... Absolutely not. I hate that song. <laughs> Definitely all I want for I Christmas Mariah. You. Yeah. I prefer Mariah I as well. hate that fucking Wham song. Gave me my heart. Yeah. And it's not <laughs> even like, like before I even realized it was like this big, the like fucking, get get, it, right? yeah. I hate that song. It's dumb. You're fucking dumb. It's a stupid song. <laughs> don't be that way. You sound like a whiny bitch and I don't fucking care. I just... The like whole breakup song. Oh, I'm swearing a lot. I'm sorry. We're on fuck. Is- <laughs> <laughs> We're on the podcast. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> there could be a bleeped version and an unbleeped version. I still want Rudolph's nose noise. Oh, you got it, baby. <laughs> I like them both. I like Wham Last Christmas and I like Mariah. No, yeah. I mean, that's good. I will. One of the first songs I always want to listen to. November 1st, we were driving home from our Halloween wedding we went to, <laughs> yep. and we were leaving Bethany's, and I was like, sorry, I have to do it. And it was the first song on November 1st, <laughs> Mariah Carey. There you go. Yeah, I love it. All right, another question. Christmas Eve or Christmas morning? Christmas morning. Christmas morning. Oh, both of you. Yeah. I know you do, like, stuff on Christmas Eve. Yeah. For the most part, my family, mm-hmm. like, 
we get together and we hang up stockings on Christmas Eve, but we don't do a whole lot. So Christmas Eve is the main, like, bigger family thing. People come over our house. We get Chinese food. We open gifts. But Christmas morning is just the immediate family. Oh, Britt, there was that one Christmas Eve that I took you away from your family and we went to the Patriots game. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which was wonderful. It was totally worth it. So, yeah. So, normally Christmas Eve, yeah, we'll do. But, like, Christmas morning, we still open all the gifts from from Santa Claus and Rudolph and the elves and whatever my dad feels like signing them from. And then we make fried dough and eat fried dough. You have fried dough for Christmas? I've never heard of this. Yeah. Yeah. We have fried dough for Christmas every year. Like like you're making it? Are you deep frying? Do you have like a deep fryer going in your house? Yeah. So, so not, but well, we, we just, we have a pan and we put oil in the pan and we boil the oil and then we fry the dough. Boil the oil. Yeah, so Christmas Christmas Eve is like the bigger event for us. All right, on the subject of Christmas morning, do you have a family that just everybody just rips everything open all at once, or is it more of a ceremonial one by one while everybody watches? One by one. By one. one. Okay. One by one, and we take turns. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It goes around in turns. All right. Related question: Everybody's ripping the gifts open. Do you leave the wrapping paper just all over the floor, or does it all get gathered up and put away immediately? In a bag. Okay. My dad has a bag and we throw the paper at my dad and he puts it in the bag. Okay. So it depends kind of, because I would say that I take my paper and I kind of like fold it. Not everyone else does. I like a lot of wrapping paper all over the floor. Over yeah, the floor. I just like the mess of, to me, that looks like Christmas morning, yeah. just wrapping paper everywhere. And I just like it to stay there for a long time. <laughs> I just leave it there yeah. till the next yeah. day. Oh yeah, literally that's fine. <laughs> no, we crumple it up. And then try to get it in the bag like it's a game. We have cats. So sometimes some of the stuff gets left out because the cats want to lie on. Because like cats really enjoy all the wrapping nonsense. Nope. I had to bring my my wife around on the idea of just leave the wrapping paper on the floor. (laughs) That doesn't surprise me. She came from a more civilized family where they would just... (laughs) Tell Felicity not to cave to your uncivilized ways. Throw the wrapping paper away. (laughs) She tolerates my hideous mess of wrapping paper. But how many presents are you unwrapping? Like, I want to talk about my parents. We still probably get about 15 to 20 gifts and almost every single one of them is wrapped. So I'm talking about like 40 presents that are unwrapped. That's a lot of wrapping paper. Yeah. I'd be swimming in it. Yeah, you'd be swimming through a three-foot layer of wrapping paper. My mom and dad are cute. My mom wraps and my dad tapes and fills out all the little things. It's like a fan thing. That is really It's like a bonding thing for them. That's really They have to find something to do. They've been married for like 80 years. (laughs) Another question. Just to get out of the house, out of the family, and uh, into other areas like a workplace or a group or whatever, have you ever uh, participated in a Yankee swap Never. I don't know what that is, Kevin. Britt, do you know what that is? <laughs> no, I do. I'm just fucking with you. I'm sorry. Do you know they're apparently called white elephants? I think a Yankee swap is also more just East Coast. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because we did a white elephant at my soul cycle thing that we just that I just had yesterday. And mostly everybody's from everybody's from here or like California and no one knew what a Yankee swap was. So that's why I'm saying I think it's more of an East Coast thing. Yeah, it's definitely regional, the names, Yankee Swap, White Elephant. The point is, uh, nobody likes it. Everybody's miserable. It's the best. It's true. I love it. Do you? Yeah, you like it, Martha? Like, not the receiving a gift. I like buying a gift for it. Because you can buy literally fucking anything. <laughs> like, the best part of a Yankee Swap, White Elephant, blah, 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 whoever the fuck you want to call it, is A, buying a shitty gift, and B, trying to take the gift that somebody else wants. Yeah. Those are the only two parts of that that's acceptable. So if you want to be like a manipulative, shitty person, then it's a really fun game. But otherwise... Only if you get a good number. You can't do it if you have a shitty number. But you can still be like, okay, this person somehow randomly got something that they like. You can tell that they like it. And then you can take it just to be... If you're lucky enough to not get two. Yeah. Then you're screwed. (laughs) Because then you get nothing. One's the best. Because then you can choose anyone. Yeah. But, okay... I'm taking over for two seconds. Go ahead, Britt. What, talking about our Yankee Swap White Elephants, what is your favorite shitty gift that you've ever, or funny gift that you've given in a Yankee Swap? 
I was part of a group called the Boston Skeptics, and we used to do a Yankee Swap every year. And we, we met in Harvard Square. So our, our December event, we do a Yankee Swap. And because it was in Harvard Square, we would always just go to uh, Newberry Comics and just buy some stupid like black ink or shit like that. Novelty gift there, whatever. Yeah. And I think that's what almost everybody did. It was just an exchange of junk from Newberry Comics. Yeah, it's exactly what the the website Archie McPhee slash magazine. Oh, has I love Archie made McPhee. For yeah, ever and ever. Yes. You're like, oh, do you want one of those guys that you squeeze and like their ears and eyes pop out? <laughs> you know, <what> is, <laughs> why? Really why would any yeah. person want this? <laughs> one year I got <laughs> it was a giant like if you imagine like the stupid like giant phones that used to be in like your car and it had a plug for you to plug into your cell phone and use it as a phone <laughs> okay that's incredible i like that and whoever gave that to you i bought it oh it was i bought it that's even better i know i was like this is the most ridiculous thing <laughs> What do I do with this? And that's exactly the emotion that I want to inspire in somebody when I give them a gift. You want them to open it and be like, why does this exist? I found this uh, like flyer for a Yankee swap. It was just on a bulletin board at some office somewhere. And it was just, hey, here's the date we're having our Yankee swap. And here's the, the oh date, God. the time and whatever, how much money you should spend on your gift. Then at the bottom, it said, uh, note, this year we are to bring nice items to swap. <laughs> And I was like, wow, what happened last yeah. year? Suddenly I was... <laughs> Somebody brought some edible underwear last year and I thought it was going to be funny and it took the way that they thought it was going to go. <laughs> I was delighted by that flyer. Uh, yeah. Oh That's God. a good one. Just a lightning round, a couple of things. Um, I, I know that as far as Misfit Toys go, Island Misfit Toys, we established last year, uh, Britt, I know your very favorite is the Spotted Elephant. But just to pick a couple of other big misfits, if you had to choose Charlie in the Box versus the cowboy riding an ostrich. Definitely the cowboy riding the yeah, ostrich. He's sick. Also, any kind of Jack in the Box thing is fucking creepy. That Jack in the Box, especially. <laughs> yeah, no He's a creepy ass voice. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Some Christmas shit. I don't know what to say. <laughs> It's something like that. I don't know. It's true. It 100% is like that, though. Yeah, that was a good, that was good. You're welcome, listener. That was very good, and Charlie is very creepy. Uh, sticking with that same show, I think I know the answer to this one, but Hermie or Yukon? Definitely Yukon! Hermie can go. Yeah, Hermie's super yeah, annoying. Yeah. Hermie yeah. wants to be a torturer, actually. <laughs> I know. But it's the yeah. same Granny wants to pull your goddamn teeth out and keep them because he's a he's creepazoid. A weirdo. You got Cornelius is like, Bumble, let's be best friends. I'm adorable and beardy. He's so cute. How about, because I don't think I've discussed these characters with you, uh, the Winter Warlock or the Burger Meister Meister Burger? Burger Meister Meister Burger. I'm going to have to go the same way. I love that movie. That's my favorite <laughs> cartoon. That's my favorite Christmas cartoon. You're adorable. Yeah. Santa Claus is Coming to Town is amazing. I don't know it as well, but I remember yeah, specifically the Burger Meister Meister. Burger Meister Meister Burger. He's such a bitch. You can root off that out, but <laughs> <laughs> he's such a he's he's such he's such a white man. <laughs> oh yeah. They do such a clever job of explaining so many aspects of Santa, you know. Yes. It's great. I love it. It's one of my favorites. I also like that it's not a Christmas show until the very end. Like 95% of it has nothing to do with Christmas. No, it's a, yeah, it's about making him Santa Claus. It, it was just everything. The Kringles, the toys. Yeah. Winter Warlock had nothing to do with Christmas. It, he was just bringing, nothing. bringing yeah. toys to the kids just whenever, any time of year. Yeah, whenever. It's only at the very end he's like, I'm only going to do this once a year. And that's when they settle on Christmas. <laughs> I'm too old for this. I need to Yeah, he's not that yeah. spry, young, redheaded, yep. goofy kid anymore. No. And so, no Christmas. I'm a little crushed. <laughs> I have a lot of words to say about that. You got to remind me of Matt Murdock. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going home. <laughs> I got one more, and these are pretty evenly matched, I would say. But uh, where do you stand on Heat Miser versus Snow Miser? Heat Miser. Yeah, I, think I don't like anything cold. We live in Nevada. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Heat Miser enjoying Christmas in Las Vegas. Yes, one hundred percent under the palm trees. Yeah, he can hang. I think I'm with you. I'd go Heat Miser also. Yeah, I would pick. Every single person over fucking Charlie in the box. Though. <laughs> in case we're putting that out there. 
<laughs> you know what I'm getting Martha for? No! <laughs> <laughs> Just to wrap up, the last thing I had on my list here was since actually by the time this Flopcast comes out, it's going to be right after Christmas, the week heading into New Year's. So uh, New Year's resolutions. Are you are you people who make New Year's resolutions? No. So I saw something the other day about New Year's resolutions and how you can make an evil New Year's resolution. And I'm suddenly way more interested. (laughs) I would love to cause more misery for rich white men in the next year. Yeah. Well, that's not a goal I need to set for a year. That is just a life goal. You know, if I have to establish... (laughs) And that's why I don't think I'm like, who cares? Literally, especially now that time literally has zero meaning the fact that it's a new year means absolutely nothing (laughs) (laughs) that means absolutely nothing just do it when you want to do it that's the same thing about like new year's anyways where it's like oh it's the changing over the year who cares that's because we made it the changing over the new year I'm going to be worse next year. That's my resolution. I'm going to be a worse person. Going back to Christmas songs, as we were in the the song, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I always get caught up on those people. It's such a sad, sad song to me. And when those people sing, I like it. From now on, our troubles will be miles away. Next year, our troubles will be miles away. And I'm always thinking, no, they won't. Next year is in three fucking days, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. Your troubles are not going anywhere. (laughs) I can ignore my troubles for a week while I eat too much. Everybody's low and singing this crazy song together, but no, your troubles are waiting for you the next day. Mm-hmm. You're right fucking there on Boxy, yeah. bud. Uh, we, we do make New Year's resolutions on the Flapcast every year, so I, I believe uh, Cornflake and I, in a, another segment of this Flapcast episode, will be announcing our New Year's resolutions, as we do every year. There we go. But ours tend to be uh, pretty ridiculous. Do you know what yours is already? It will be revealed in this episode. I, I have a couple of ideas, but uh, as, as we record, we have not finalized those resolutions yet, but they will be in this episode of the Flopcast. Okay, cool. And everybody's really excited about it. Yeah. Like it. So I'm going to go for <laughs> be worse, pet more cats. Pet more cats is my eternal. That's a good goal. Good resolution. Well, that was my whole list of uh, weird holiday things to uh, ask you about. I like it. So you made it through our little holiday survey here. Thank God, I have to be so bad. <laughs> well, Brittany, Martha, you did it. It wouldn't be Christmas around the Flopcast without a visit, albeit virtually, from uh, Brittany and Martha. So thanks for joining us and uh, hope to see you for real sometime soon. Meanwhile, you know, be festive and silly and all that stuff. And uh, yeah, pet more cats. Good idea. <laughs> pet more cats. <laughs> thanks, ladies. Pet more cats and make them sing Jingle Bell. Yes, we need more singing cats. Yes, Jingle <laughs> Bell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> Everyone have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year. We will see you next, next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> hey, rate, review, and subscribe. <laughs> Bling 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 This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.